What do you think is the main argument your article makes? Um, for the article I read, which was diversity in literature matters, I think the main article is that literature needs to have more diversity and it's important because people should understand that there is more out there than a single viewpoint and that literature should include everyone despite religion, color, sexuality, um, and cultural backgrounds and more. And for my quotes and specific examples, I included, in 2013, only 10% of children's books included people of color, even though a full 37% of the United States and most of the rest of the world wasn't white. As I just, and that was in the stats section. And then for my second one, I said, as I discovered who I was, a black teenager in a white-dominated world, I saw that these characters, these lives were not mine, which was a quote by Walter Dean Myers. For my third one, I said, imagine being an LGBTQ teen in a small town trying to come to terms with your identity. You may not see other folks like you out and about in town, and you're not always seeing them in books either, making you feel even more isolated. And I thought this was a good... Um, situation to put like yourself in and like try to see through someone else's eyes so what do you think is the main argument your article makes the main argument my text makes which i wrote i read the article why diversity in fiction matters is that diversity is a part of our everyday lives so why aren't there many books that have enough diversity in them they also say how, like, diversity is more than skills, and you should reach out and find more books that have diversity in them, and one of the examples is kids need to see themselves represented in order to develop healthy self-images and feel comfortable with who they are, and I just like that quote because you need to yourself and the second quote was lgbtq characters disabled or differently abled characters and people of different ethnicities religions and political leanings are all often mar marginal marginalized in fiction and the third quote was is there a particular reason that character has to be white could she be black thai filipina Indian, First Nations, or anything else instead? Would it really make a difference to who she is? And I think that's important because instead of just making a white character all the time, you can just change the ethnicity or religion, and it will make your book so much more relatable to people out there. Mm-hmm. What supporting points does your author use to support the main argument? Um, well, that basically is what the three quotes or specific examples I said in my first one about the main argument. So I don't really have a lot there, but I uh, did include just talking about how the article talks about stats and how back in the 50s, how there wasn't a lot of um, uh, authors writing about, like, people of color and how um, over time it's improved and also how, like, these big companies don't um, include just diversity in their books. 
um, but like smaller authors do. And um, it talks about uh, the, um, what's it called? The, uh, how all these different um, authors, the minor, I wouldn't say minor, but like less popular authors are trying to bring diversity in books and trying to change um, this by like um, looking at covers and stuff like that. So, <laughs> yeah. What supporting points does your author use to support the main argument? The author writes about stats and how more books of white people, there's more books of white people when most of the world isn't white. And it also talks about how um, people feel like they have to write a character that is just like them. But when writing characters, you can write a female character if you're a male. So why can't you write a diverse character if you're not diverse? And one of the quotes said, um, Sure, it can be hard to write such characters accurately and sensitively when you are not a member of one of these groups yourself. But hey, female authors write male characters and males write female characters all the time. And I love how, like, it mentioned this because I feel like a lot of people think that they have to write a book based on themselves when it, when you should write a book based off like what some of your readers would want you to write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually like that quote too. Um, based on your own experiences, to what extent do you agree with the argument your text makes? Um, so, like, based on my own experiences, um, I actually really agree with this argument because being diverse in literature makes people open-minded in the real world, and um, that certainly I, that applies to me because um, my family is at my on my uncle's side. They're Jewish, and I don't really know a lot. I didn't know a lot about the culture besides, like, knowing about, like, the Holocaust and World War II and stuff like that. Um, but, and, like, we celebrate these holidays, like, Passover and Hanukkah and go to Seder's. Um, but I really didn't know much about the culture. And it wasn't until that I read Night by Elie Wiesel when I was in eighth grade that I actually learned some things about Jewish culture. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know about that. And, like, I would apply, like, the new knowledge I found out to, like, real-world things. Like, whenever we go to satyrs, I know how to, like, pronounce some of the words or I know what was going on. So, yeah. That's, like, I only have one, so that's my only one, so. I like that one. Based on your own experiences, to what extent do you agree with the argument your text makes? Um, well, I had, in third grade, we were usually just reading books about white main characters, and they were written by, like, old white men, and mm-hmm. we read this book, Wonder, and that was, like, the first time where, um, like, you could actually relate a little bit, even, 
and wonders like about a boy named August who was born with like a face deformity and he yeah. gets teased a lot and even though it doesn't like relate to me individually it like it shows how um it was in his point of view yeah it was his point of view and it also changed to like a few different other people's point of view and it just showed like how he overcame everything and it was like one of the first books i actually love that book still yeah and i'm sure it changed your point of view of things because i know yeah when I read books like that, it changes my point of view on how I see people, how I see the world. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, it's important for people to learn books like that in at a young age, like, in elementary school. Yeah. Because Cause not everyone yeah. has the same, not everyone has the same background. That's yeah. True. And you can also, like, learn a lot about different people's backgrounds. And knowledge never ever hurt anyone, so... what connections can you make between the text and your respective underrepresented narratives novel well there's like two specific ones i can connect um from my article uh to my book which was aristotle and dante and that is um one ari and dante are both mexican boys and it's in the point of view of ari and it talks, like, every now and then, uh, there's, like, things that related to, I guess, I would say, I, I don't know if I should say related to, but kind of connects with, like, his culture. And that's, like, for one example, they talk about Mexican names in the book. Yeah. And then... Ari talks about being in a gang and everything. And the second one is that Dante talks about wanting to kiss boys. And that, like, relates to the LGBTQ community and stuff like that. And talks about liking other boys and wanting to kiss them. And then also, he and Ari have both kissed. So, yeah. yeah. That's, like, the connections I have. What connections can you make between the text and your respective underrepresented narratives novel? Well, my book is Dear Martin, and it connects because the main character, Justice, it's from not really his point of view, but a little bit of his point of view, and shows all the struggles he goes through. And, for example, like, one of the struggles is when... Manny and him, which is his best friend, were driving with, like, their music up. And this cop that was not on duty at the time decided to start shooting at them because he didn't like that their music was too loud. And he ended up killing Manny. And it just shows, like, that um, Nick Stone was showing that that you need to change, we need to change the world because it isn't fair. But before we can change it, we need to understand what is wrong. And I think by her making this book, she showed how the world is wrong and that you need to know about what's wrong first before you can change it. 
Yeah. I like that actually a lot. Mm-hmm. 